Welcome to another episode of Gimme Danger Radio. I am your host, John Massel, once again bringing you songs that either A, I've been listening to a lot the past week, or B, someone has suggested. And in the case of this episode, this was a suggestion brought to me by my buddy Chris Forward. He brought the idea up of playing 60s proto-punk and garage rock songs, so here we are. But before we dive into the songs that you just heard in that last set, 
I just want to say, if you want to get in touch with me, please feel free to send me an email at gimme danger radio at Yahoo. You can also shoot me a message uh, on Instagram at either gimme danger radio or on my personal Instagram, John Massel. I will respond to you as fast as I can, but I'm always looking for suggestions and ideas for shows. If you have song requests you want to hear, whatever it may be, send all of it my way. I really look forward to it. Also, if you can, tell people about the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and give us a rating on iTunes. That would really be appreciated. All right, let's dig into the tunes. We just heard them with the song Mystic Eyes from their 1965 DECA LP, The Angry Young Them. Them was formed in Belfast, Northern Ireland in 1964, and they're mostly known for their single Gloria and as well as launching the career of singer and future asshole, well, a kind of, maybe probably always kind of an asshole, Van Morrison, definitely an asshole now. Um, Van Morrison left the group in 1966, shortly after the release of their second LP, uh, Them Again, to go on to his solo career that we're all pretty familiar with. Before them, we had The Strange Loves with the song Nighttime from their 1965 LP, I Want Candy. They were formed in New York City by a songwriting and production team of Bob Feldman, Jerry Goldstein, and Richard Gottner in 1964. They're mostly known for the singles Nighttime that we just heard, Carolyn, and the song I Want Candy, which was covered in the early 80s by the English punk band Bow Wow Wow. Bow Wow Wow was also the uh, brainchild of Malcolm McLaren former manager of the band the sex pistols the strange love songs have been covered by david bowie yola tango bauhaus flesh tones the list goes on and on before the strange tones we had the monks with the song i hate you from their 1966 lp black monk time which was released on international polydor productions it got reissued in 2016 by the great reissue label light in the attic i highly suggest you check out that lp it's really great. They were an American band that was formed in Germany by five GIs that were stationed there in 1964. The band had a weird look. They all dressed in black and shaved their heads to look like Catholic monks. It's kind of cool looking to see those pictures. The band had a profound influence on the emerging Krautrock scene that was happening in Germany because a lot of the music and the monks' uh, songs and records were pretty uh, repetitive, which kind of mirrored what was happening or which was eventually going to happen in the Krautrock scene. And they had a, a profound influence on uh, all types of alternative music throughout the globe. Before the Monks, we had the Sonics with the song The Witch from their 1965 LP, Here Are the Sonics, which was released on Etiquette Records. They were formed in Tacoma, Washington in 1960. And their influence on that scene, the Seattle scene uh, that was coming up of age in the late 70s, 80s, and even into the 90s, cannot uh, go unnoticed. A lot of the artists from that time are from that city that gained prominence in the 80s and the 90s, like Mud Honey, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Melvins, all of them list the Sonics as a huge, huge influence. Nancy Wilson and her sister of the band Heart also referenced the Sonics as a huge influence for them because in Seattle, there wasn't a lot of bands going on in the 60s and the 70s, and the Sonics were what they would latch on to. Before the Sonics, and of course to kick the set off, was the MC5 with the song Ramblin' Rose from their 1969 classic LP, Kick Out the Jams. Uh, it was released on Elektra Records. They formed in Detroit in 1963, and they were signed to Elektra on the same day that the Stooges were signed to Elektra by Danny Fields, who would go on to manage the Stooges, and then later go on to manage the Ramones. Uh, how it happened was Danny Fields went to Detroit to sign the MC5, but at the suggestion of the MC5 guitarist Wayne Kramer, 
he went to go check out the Stooges and was so blown away by their performance that he signed the band to Elektra as well. While commercially the MC5 were pretty unsuccessful around uh, during their time, the MC5 records uh, went on to influence a slew of musicians that uh, would go on to change modern rock. The Stooges uh, were a big influence. Were influenced mainly by the MC5, the New York Dolls, the Ramones, the Clash, the Sex. It's just a huge list, all referencing the MC5. All right, we're going to kick off the next set with, if I can find it, I have my list here. I, I don't have this memorized. We're going to kick off the next set with a song by, guess what? The Stooges, and the song is called Not Right. It's from their 1969 self-titled LP, right here on Gimme Danger Radio. See you. Not right. I want some, I want some, but tonight. I want some, I want some, oh, all right. Oh, but she oh, can't help because she's not right. No, 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 no. It's always, and it's always this way.
That was The Music Machine with the song Double Yellow Line, which was released as a single back in 1967 on Original Sound Records. And you are listening to the Getting Me Danger Radio podcast, where on this episode, we're focusing solely on 60s proto-punk and garage rock. Uh, the Music Machine was formed in Los Angeles in 1966, and eventually the original lineup folded in 1967 due to legal battles. Uh, the lead singer, the front man, went on um, to do The Music Machine with other members. But the original group that wrote this song and put out their f- one sole full length, which is called Turn On with the Music Machine, uh, disbanded in 67. They also put out a handful of singles. Um, back in the 90s, the band Rocket from the Crypt actually covered two of the Music Machine's songs on a 7-inch they called Play the Music Machine, where they mocked up the cover of the original LP for a 7-inch. It's really cool to check out. Also, if you have not heard the Music Machine, I highly suggest you check them out as well. Before the music machine, we had the Velvet Underground with the song I'm Waiting for the Man from their classic Velvet Underground and Nico LP, which was released in 1966 on the Verve label. Um, I don't really know if I need to go into a lot of information about the Velvet Underground because I'm assuming if you're listening to this show, you probably know something about them. Anyway, they were formed in New York in 1964, fronted by Lou Reed. John Cale was in the band, Maureen Tucker, uh, Sterling Morrison. And of course, they were joined by Nico, who was part of Andy Warhol's factory. Andy Warhol produced the first uh, Velvet Underground record, the Velvet Underground and Nico. And basically, had Andy Warhol not been involved with the band, we probably would have never heard anything from him. He's very important in the uh, reason that the Velvets even got a record deal. Uh, If you want to know more information on the Velvet Underground, I suggest you watch the Apple TV Plus Velvet Underground documentary. It's really great. Super informative, not just about the band, but of also the art scene and the music scene of New York around that time. Before the Velvets, we had the 13th Floor Elevators with the song You're Gonna Miss Me. It's from their Psychedelic Sounds of the 13th Floor Elevators LP, which was released in 1966 on International Arts. They were formed in Austin, Texas in 1965 and led by the LSD guzzling genius Rocky Erickson. They were the first band to use the term psychedelic rock to describe their music, and the band's initial run came to an end in 69 when Rocky Erickson was admitted to a psychiatric hospital in order to avoid a prison term for a felony marijuana possession. Um, He also had his mental state had deteriorated from a lot of use of LSD, uh, and the band was kind of falling apart, all of it really just due to lots of drugs. Uh, the band did reunions in 1973, 84, and 2015, and sadly, Rocky Erickson passed not that long ago. Um, and if you haven't checked out the 13th Floor Elevators, I highly suggest you do that. Before the 13th Floor Elevators, we had the DJs with the song Black Eyed Woman. It was a single released in 65 on Polydor Records. They were formed in London, England in 62. The band moved to Sweden in 63, where they would spend the entire career until they broke up in 68. They released two full-length LPs. 1966 self-titled and a 1968's haze as well as over 20 singles highly prolific band um really good stuff in the short amount of time they were together they put out some really classic stuff and of course to kick the set off we had the stooges with the song not right from their self-titled lp released in 1969 in electra stooges were formed in ann arbor in 1967 and basically went on to change music forever uh initially when they were around much like the mc5 they weren't that celebrated uh not critically uh darlings or anything like that or even commercially but the people that did hurt it were hugely affected by it and went on to form bands in the late 70s which would be the punk rock bands like the ramones the clash 
the pistols the damned all of them were huge stooges fans and that's what brought them together all right we're going to start the next set off with a band called the seeds and this song is called pushing too hard right here on gimme danger radio
That was the Castaways with the song Liar Liar, which was released as a single back in 1965 on Somo Records. And you are listening to the Gimme Danger Radio podcast, where we're going through 60s proto-punk or garage rock, whatever you want to call it. The music that would eventually go on to influence what would be known as punk rock. Um, the Castaways formed in, a, in the Twin Cities in 1965. They broke up in 68 and Liar Liar was the band's only hit record nationally. They had another single that was a hit in their region locally, but that was about it. They never released a full length, and they only did six singles. Um, you can find their a couple of their songs on the Nuggets box set or the Nuggets um, LP collection. I don't know if you can stream the Nuggets collection, but if you can, it's worth doing it. You can, you can find it, too, on YouTube, I'm sure. Uh, before... The Castaways, we had Love with the song Seven and Seven Is, which was released in a single in 1966 by Elektra. They were formed in Los Angeles in 65. Arthur Lee, the main person, vocalist, frontman, continued to make music under the name Love after the original lineup split in 1968. Their third record, Forever Changes, is considered one of the best records of the 60s. I highly suggest you check it out. It's really, really great. And then Seven and Seven was their only top 40 hit but their influence and impact on all forms of alternative music to follow them could not or it cannot be understated they're hugely influential and hugely important group before love we had the lyrics with the song so what was released as a single in 66 1966 on era records formed in san diego in 65 and then broke up in 68 they only released a handful of singles not really much is known about them i tried to get some information that i could get but it's pretty sparse before the lyrics, we had The Rationals with the song I Need You, which was released in a single in 1967 by A-Square Records, formed in Ann Arbor, Michigan in 1964, which is kind of cool to know. I did not know this about them, that they're also Ann Arbor. They're also Michigan-based, just like the MC5 and the Stooges. Pretty sweet. They disbanded in 1970. They released one full-length record and 10 singles. Again, a lot of these bands were kind of flash in the pan, fly-by-night, um, so there's not a lot of info to grab on them. And what info there is, it's pretty basic. Like, hey, we formed then, and we broke up then, and this is what we put out. Uh, and then before 
before uh, the Rationals, we had The Seeds. They kicked off the set with the song Pushing Too Hard from their 1966 self-titled LP on GNP Records. They were formed in L.A. in 65. They changed their name in 1968 to Sky Saxon and The Seeds before splitting up in 1972. Their influence looms large over punk and alternative musicians. Their songs have been covered by The Dwarves, The Tigre, The Ramones, Murder City Devils, Johnny Thunders, Para Ubu, etc. The list goes on and on and on. They are also one of the first bands to, uh, in a review, to be called punk rock. So they took that banner proudly. Uh, and then eventually that banner would go on to describe what was happening with bands uh, like the Ramones and the Pistols and the Clash that were influenced by bands like the Seeds. All right, let's start the next set off and we're going to kick it off with the Blue Rondos and their song, Baby, I Go For You, right here on Gimme Danger Radio.
about your mood Starts to wonder why the clouds are in your eyes You can tell them it's the flowers or the cinder in the air But don't let on with Sunday or the skies
that was the vagrants with the song respect which was written by otis redding and made it extremely popular by miss aretha franklin and you are listening to the gimme danger radio podcast where we are currently exploring 60s proto-punk or garage rock or whatever you want to call it you know the music that would go on to influence the punk rock movement uh the vagrant song respect was released as a single back in 1967 on the atco label which was a subsidiary at the time of atlantic they formed in long island in 1960 this was the group's first big hit literally i think it's probably their only big hit what they're known for like i said it was a cover of an otis redding uh written tune the band split up in 1969 when guitarist leslie west left the group to form the band mountain before the vagrants we had the creation with the song making time which was a single released in 1966 on planet records the band formed in the uk in 1966 and making time is the first rock song to feature a guitar being played with a bow jimmy page would eventually go on and do that in led zeppelin too and since led zeppelin had a more you know uh exposure than the creation did people thought that jimmy jimmy page was the one that invented that and the truth was it was the dude in the creation who did it pretty cool thing that he did they released one full-length album and loads of singles. The song Making Time got uh, popular again back in 1998 when it was used for the Wes Anderson film Rushmore. Before the creation, we had the E-Types with the song Put the Clock Back on the Wall, which was released as a single in 1967 on Tower Records. They formed in Salinas, California, home of John Steinbeck in 1965. They released four singles before breaking up in 1968 and were a live staple on the San Francisco music scene of the late 60s. Before them, we had the Kingpins with the song Diamond Girl, who were formed in London, England in 1964. This was a single released in 65 by Pie Records, P-Y-E Records. Changed their name to Orange Seaweed in 1967 and went further into psychedelic rock, and that's pretty much it for them. And then, of course, to kick the set off, we had the Blue Rondos with the song Baby, I Go For You, which was a B-side to their single Little Baby. It was released in 1964, also on the Pie Records label. They were formed in London and in 64 and released two singles before breaking up in 1965. Very, very short-lived band. Um, again, like I said, trying to find a lot of information on some of these bands is pretty hard because they, were, they, were, they weren't around very long. They didn't do much. Other than the ones that you know of, like the 13th Floor Elevators, the Velvet Undergrounds, uh, you know, the Stooges, the MC5, the Seeds, the Sonics, things like that. Things that are kind of uh, known uh, for their, uh, you know, they get brought up a lot when bands get interviewed to talk about their influences and why they started playing. Those are the bands you know about, but these smaller ones, these smaller, truly garage rock bands that just get lucky with these one singles, there's not much to find out about them. But I tried. I tried my best. All right. We're at the end of the show, but before I leave you, I want to say if you want to get in touch with me, please feel free to email me at gimmedangerradio at Yahoo. Also, shoot me a message on Instagram at gimmedangerradio, or you can shoot me one on my personal Instagram at John Massel. Uh, leave a review of the show on iTunes. So tell your friends about it. Subscribe to the show. Anything you can do that will help to get the word out. That's I would really appreciate it. I had a lot of fun listening to these old tracks and digging up as much stuff I can on proto-punk because it's not uh, a genre that I'm super familiar with, but I had a lot of fun learning as much as I did. And I now have a ton of it uh, on my computer and a bunch of records that I bought as well that I hooked up to my computer so I could get them onto the uh, you know the show here. Anyway, uh, I'm going to leave you with two singles. The first one is by the group The Standells and the song's called Dirty Water. It was released in 1965 on Tower Records. 
uh, a great song about Boston. And then, of course, the song that's going to close us out. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you what it is because as soon as you hear it, you're just going to know. And I don't really need to explain the band or what they've done or how important they are and how awesome the drummer is, the guitarist is, the bassist. The vo- you know, you'll just know when we get to it. Anyway, I look forward to hearing or seeing you, or I'm not going to see you because it's a podcast. I can't see you. Well, I hope you come back and join us on the next episode, which should be out next week. I don't know what it's going to be about yet. Maybe something cool. If someone gives me another suggestion, uh, it would be a lot of fun. For now, enjoy the Standells with the song Dirty Water right here. Give me Danger Radio. I'm going to tell you a story. What we all say. I'm not trying to call 